welcome to a new episode of commute board review and in today episode we're going to talk about hypertrophic cardiomyopathy let's start hypertrophic cardiomyopathy is the leading cause of sudden cardiac death in young population and the question about hypertrophic cardiomyopathy can mention a patient who collapsed during uh, uh, participating in a contact sports. Whenever we see a young patient or a scenario where the, a young person collapsed during contact sport, think immediately about hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. It's mainly a generic heart muscle disease and for that reason we need to screen all first degree relative with history and physical examination, EKG and echo starting at age 12. Usually we screen them annually until the age of 18 and after that if the echo and EKG were normal we start screening them every five years. This disease can be of course asymptomatic or can lead to symptoms including shortness of breath, chest pain, palpitation and of course syncope. These people have a murmur that's similar to aortic stenosis murmur. It's a crescendo, decrescendo systolic murmur best heard at the right upper sternal border. The main difference from aortic stenosis murmur is that hypertrophic cardiomyopathy murmur does increase with valsalva maneuver while aortic stenosis murmur decreases with valsalva maneuver. Diagnosis usually, usually with echocardiogram where it will show the LV dynamic outflow obstruction. EKG can show T-wave inversion in anterior lateral leads. Treatments. All patients with hypertrophic cardiomyopathy should avoid vigorous physical activity and contact sport. So that's prohibited. Now that's bring us to a point if a child who has a first degree relative with hypertrophic cardiomyopathy and he's still less than 12 years old, but wants to participate in contact sport, then he should be screened earlier than 12 years old. Now, if the patient is asymptomatic, mainly we monitor, of course. If the patient is symptomatic, then first line treatment is with beta blocker. Second line treatment is with non-dihydropyridine calcium channel blocker. And third line, we can use the antiarrhythmic disopyramide. In all cases, try to avoid vasodilators and diuretics, similar to aortic stenosis. If we need diuresis for CHF symptoms, we can use a low dose, of course. If the patient remains symptomatic despite optimal medical therapy, then we may refer them for symptom reduction therapy. A high yield point on exam for hypertrophic cardiomyopathy is when do we refer them for ICD implantation and usually any patient who has hypertrophic cardiomyopathy who presented with unexplained syncope syncope that we cannot attribute it to any other reason then we should refer them for ICD implantation or if the patient survives a cardiac arrest of course or if the patient demonstrated evidence of ventricular tachycardia or the patient has two first degree relative with sudden cardiac death then we refer for ICD implantation. If patient with hypertrophic cardiomyopathy develop atrial fibrillation, they need to be anticoagulated with warfarin or direct anticoagulant 
uh, therapy regardless of their CHADS score. Patients with hypertrophic cardiomyopathy does not require infective endocarditis prophylaxis. With this, we come to the end of this episode of Commute Board Review. If you'd like to download a written content of this episode, please visit our website, commuteboardreview.com. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next episode.